yeah. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Alright, welcome to Say Hello to the Bad Guy. I'm your host, Locke, and this is the podcast where we drink, smoke, and bullshit about the life of a historic criminal. Now we're talking outlaws and gangsters. We're not going to cover too many serial killers. That's just a little bit dark for me, and this ain't no true crime podcast. Honestly, you can't call this a history podcast, because I'm no historian. I'm just a history fan that does some research and bullshits about it with his friends. So speaking of my friends, let me introduce you to my co-host. First with us today, we got Fred. Top of the morning to you. And also with us today, we got the Duke, Dan. What up? All right, welcome to the podcast, fellas. It's the uh, official first annual St. Patrick's Day special episode. Drink to that. Salute. Although usually top of the morning to you is a a Fred hello on a normal (laughs) day. I agree. (laughs) In honor of St. Patrick's Day, we uh, got some uh, Irish beers going on. Well, Well, some of us do. I didn't get the memo. (laughs) So, What'd you bring to drink today, Dan? Well, in my normal style, I brought a stout, like I usually do. And I brought, uh, it's Dragon's Milk from uh, New Holland here in uh, Michigan. Good 11%, so it's strong beer soaked in bourbon barrels. Just good old stout. And the funny thing is, he usually has been drinking Guinness on it. And today's the day he doesn't. Yeah, that was the thing. I was going <laughs> to drink Guinness because I still had a couple of them. But I'm like, you know what? That's been my go-to for the last few. Switch it up. And no, this was the day to bring the Guinness. Ever the contrarian. <laughs> well, I mean, I forgot. I mean, peek behind the curtain, but this isn't live. Yeah. So I forgot this was the uh, ipso facto St. Patty's Day episode. My mistake. In Detroit, typically, it is the day before you celebrate the, day. the Sunday before. Yeah, it's usually it's the about St. Patrick's Day celebration. So it's usually about parade time. Right, pre-COVID, it would have been tomorrow. Yeah. So. It's Detroit St. Patrick's Day, kind of. Get in the game. Up, man. Get in the game. Right? I, I got a game plan. It's to drink all of this and then take one of your guys' beers. What's more Irish than that? Yeah. <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> what do you got, Fred? Uh, I got Great Lakes Brewing Company, uh, Conway's Irish Ale. It's uh, somewhat local. It's made in Cleveland. It's not quite Irish. It's made in America, but it's delicious. I think the picture on it's actually owed to an Irish cop that came from Ireland here. Well, yeah, it says uh, on the bottle it's named after the uh, owner's grandpa who was oh, an okay. Irish cop. I wasn't sure what to do, so I was thinking about getting Irish-style craft beer, like a local one, which I ended up doing that too. But I figured I'd go with uh, Irish beer, and I got... Something delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I know the name. We got a listener, Nate, who used to be a bartender with my wife, and he was the first person to tell her, and I checked it out. I googled it. Checks out. Um, it's pronounced Smithwicks. Oh, is it? Yeah. About the Smithwicks. Yeah, but Smithwicks red ale, Irish made. So it's Smithwicks. Pronounced Smithwicks. I drank that one before and it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's good. So the first one I had, it wasn't good, but then I realized I didn't know if it was because I didn't like the beer because I left it on the porch for a week and forgot about it. So <laughs> that could have something to do. I buy with a that. new six pack. Yeah, so I bought a new six-pack and tried it out. Now I still got the other six-pack, but I'll drink those after I drink the other six. And then they <laughs> Make won't it come out smoother. Because <laughs> I already be, have been drinking and shit. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And on the side note, we're drinking some Jameson. 
You got the Jameson, some kind of a limited edition, right? I don't know if it's limited, but it's the Black Barrel. It's really, really good. It's way better than the original. It says it's in the double barrel chart or double charred bourbon barrels. So I don't know. It does the trick. It's really good. No, it's definitely it's good. Smooth. It's real smooth. It did not lie. Lift to it does have a smooth taste. In the extraordinary, what's that second char? Apparently. <laughs> I would say this is my favorite Irish whiskey I've had so far. Yeah. I mean, I usually go with Selim Mordu, which I love. That's what I was planning on drinking today. That's but been the... my baseline Irish whiskey. This has been, it's been a while since I had Irish whiskey that wasn't Selim Mordu. All right. Before we get started, we've got to make sure we take the thought. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey's good. <laughs> So before we get started, I gotta make sure I take the time to take. <laughs> still <can't say> <laughs> take the time. I gotta thank Six Post Swaino for letting us use his music in the intro. Thank Cancer for letting us use his song in the mid roll. You can follow them at Six Post Swaino on Instagram and Eyes Bleed Defiance on Instagram, where you can see all his artwork. He did our logo. Follow us at Bad Guy Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Any of the links, if you're having a hard time finding them, you can go to the website, badguypodcast.com, and just click them all through there. We'll go ahead and get started. And the bad guy we're covering today is William J. Lovett. This ain't negotiation time. This is Scarface, final scene, fucking bazookas under each arm. Say hello to my little friend. I love it already. (laughs) (laughs) If he doesn't go by the name Billy Lovett, I'd be mad. William J. Lovett, a.k.a. Wild Bill. He was a cowboy? There were a lot of wild bills throughout (laughs) history. I think that's just like a go-to, because people use it at work all the time, too. It's like Jake the Snake. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows Jake the Snake. So it's just a go-to. Actually, you know what I found out? It's almost a, a generational thing, because my age and older, and probably a little bit younger than me, it's Jake the Snake. But nowadays, it's Jake from Steak Farm. That's what it's turned into. Well, when you're not 80s or 90s, I guess. Yep. The man invented the DDT, folks. <laughs> Show your respect. Exactly. So William Lovett, he was born in Lixnaw, County Kerry, Ireland, on July 15th, 1894. While still a baby, he immigrated to America, and they settled near the docks in Brooklyn, an area known as Irishtown. Go for that. I mean, I guess if you're from Ireland, it's the place to be. It's just the easier gotta, assimilation, I guess. Gotta go where you're comfortable. They didn't come all the way to America to live differently. No, they came here because they had to. Fucking no potatoes and whatnot. Yeah. The Brits are trying to kill them because they didn't give a shit. Yeah. So Irish people had a lot of problems. His parents were devout Catholics, but from a young age, he shunned the church and considered himself an atheist. And early in his teenage years, he started running with youth gangs and pursuing a life of crime. That's like a bigger thing than going uh, criminal, is going atheist, I would assume. I mean, that was kind of unheard of then. You're going to church. Well, yeah, they got pretty much just taken over by Christianity, got whipped into being like good Catholics, and then when England separated and turned to the Church of England, then they got in trouble for being too good of Catholics. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were literally dying for their religion, like, all the fucking time. And now this guy's like, yeah, you know, it's right. I don't believe in it. <laughs> I'm not yeah. even into it, man. Heard about them Walter boys. Uh, I think that's that could be what steers a lot of fucking young Catholic boys into atheism. Like, well, I don't know. If this is God, I don't like it. This yeah. does not sound right. Uh, I don't like God the way God tastes. 
As an adult, he would only grow to five foot seven, 145 pounds, but he was feared in the streets, and he was known for a quick temper and drinking problems. Oh, tiny little Wolverine. He's a little wily fella. Oh, I may be tiny, but I'll kick your ass. You want some? Keep bumping off of the lip there. I'll give you a new shiner there. Probably had them quick hands, bony knuckles. Yeah. Quick and lean. What year was it? Well, this would be like the early, like 1910. Oh, yeah. yeah that's... Shut them hands up. Barely. That, that was like... Yeah. Down 19- on the docks. Just a wiry little uh, Irish lad just out there fucking people up. Uh, it was technically 1910. His world was in 1889 still. Down there in a shanty town by the water. <laughs> bare knuckle boxing. Come up, hit somebody 50 times before one hit back. Fears no God. <laughs> man with nothing to lose. He would eventually lead a gang called the J Street Gang who would fight with other Irish gangs for control of the docks. So this is Brooklyn. This highlighted area here, that's Irish Town. It's also called Vinegar Hill. Vinegar Hill? Yeah. So they ran the docks from Irish Town, well, from the Brooklyn Navy Yard over here to the Dumbo area. Oh, all right. You can all see right, that. I get Irish Town. All right, Irish people, checks out. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Navy? Navy Yard, I get it. What the fuck is Dumbo? Is that where the circus was? It's down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. Oh, so it's an acronym. All yeah. right. But it's really called the Dumbo area. You can see if well, you... Well, I mean, go- that's a long-ass name. I would, I would show yeah. that down, too. It just sounds funny because we know what Dumbo is. Like, we associate the elephant right away. Right. <laughs> we got a picture there. It's one of the iconic New York pictures. There's, like, this place where you could stand where you get, like, all the, the neighborhood of Brooklyn, but you could see the bridge in the background. Word. It's kind of weird. That's why they took it up. We need this territory. It's the best scenic for taking pictures. So over the next few years, he would be arrested 13 times. Seven times for robbery, five times for assault, and once for disorderly conduct. But over the course of his life, he never did more than seven months in jail. Damn. Lucky guy. That was just a weird revolving door person, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. He must know how to mind his P's and Q's when he's in jail. Well, he didn't have to fight for food. Well, I think a lot of that, you know, back in the day, it's probably a lot easier to give, like, false aliases and get bailed out and stupid shit like that. You know what I mean? Pictures are rare. No paper trails. They just beat them up and then throw them out. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. ah, that'll learn you. Or who knows? I mean, there's plenty of times on this fucking show where they just literally walked out of a door yeah. that was unlocked. Like, And he got out of jail because he walked out of it. So who yeah. knows? Like, <laughs> like it's fucking idiocracy and shit. Like, no, I was actually supposed to go this way. Well, then get out, you dummy. Get out of here. And that was supposed to be a joke. You scamp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, skedaddle, Sonny, playing your shenanigans in my jail cell. What you doing? Get out of here. Get back to them docks. On April 7th, 1917, the day after the United States entered World War One, Bill Lovett joined the Army. He was assigned to the 77th Infantry Division, where he served as a machine gunner. Damn, so he was probably in the thick of the shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Going in there, hardcore, going to come out even worse. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he served on the Western Front, and he was awarded the Distinguished Service Cross for crossing into no man's land to save two soldiers. Yeah, in France. Damn. Dude, that was a crazy time. Yeah, that's probably... Everyone talks about uh, World War II probably gets the most hype, but, like... World War One was so fucked up. What oh, they had to go no through. Man, no Man's like, Land was insane. Yeah, what, they had to call truces just to go out and get all the bodies and shit. Yeah. Like, there's a great song, though, The Greenlands of France. 
awesome song. It's an old folk song, numerous covers, and it's like, dude, it's insane, like, how they had to live in the trenches and stuff. Yeah, it's literally just big lines for people that yeah. don't know. It's just big ditches, trenches, in the middle of a big mud field for, like, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of yards with a dude. bunch of stakes with uh, barbed wire. They would fight for, like, weeks and only go up, like, a hundred yards. So, yeah, he went up over into no man's land, pulled two guys out. Damn. Medal he, of Honor. Well, uh, the Distinguished Service Cross, which is one step below the Medal of Honor. So it goes like Bronze Star, Silver Star, Service Cross, Medal of Honor, I think. It's still one of those bad motherfucker awards. Yeah. After two years in the military, he returned to Brooklyn a war hero, which made him more popular on the docks because that's like, yeah. that's dock worker shit. Sounds yeah. like get out jail free card. <laughs> <laughs> Flash that motherfucker, get out of jail. But after returning home, his drinking worsened, and he suffered from what at the time they called shell shock, which oh, now shit. is PTSD. Because like, like we already talked about, World War One, some of the worst fighting. Yeah. Ridiculously dark fighting. Yeah. And we covered this a little bit in the Australia podcast, too. There's like this whole generation of guys that came back like really broken from World War One and... At that time, we didn't know how to fix it. Like we said, we'd just call it shell shocks, and we'd be like, "Yeah, hey, suck it up, hoss. Yeah, <laughs> give a fuck about your problems. If you're real bad, you're going inside this uh, electric shock therapy. Yeah. But if you're not, suck it up. We'll uh, try it. We'll poke that little front piece of your brain and see if that calms you down. Uh, tell it to the whiskey bottle. <laughs> I mean, that's why his drinking went. Like, yeah, that was the thing. You would literally uh, just drown it in the bottle. Just really? get drunk. There are no signs he was probably doing the opium shit too. Yeah. He quickly went back to his criminal ways. Just months after getting home, he committed his first murder. On Halloween 1919, he walked into a restaurant and shot Samuel D'Angelo three times. Trick or treat, motherfucker. He didn't go back to his ways. He escalated his ways. His new ways. Yep. He combined ways. Shell the street way and the war way combined as one. He just now has a comfort level with... uh. Well, once you see them dead bodies, what's the it matter? Trip. But I'm assuming there's a reason. Why did he uh, go a good old Sammy? It's not too clear. Um, oh, for real, I thought it was going to be like, turns out Sam fucked his sister or something. Like, there's no reason at all. He's just... I mean, he was just... I mean, there's got to be a reason. Or the, but, yeah, there's probably yeah. just no historical record. They don't History, know why. He could just be, did it. He talked shit to him outside and then just was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Could have been anything. Right. Hey. He just got in a fight that day over a piece of dock or whatever. Like He or, stepped on his Air Force once. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Oh, why are you scuffing my sneaks there, kid? These so, are my new kicks. Wild Bill and his friend were both arrested for the D'Angelo's murder, but neither was convicted. Damn, so he really did use that jail out of jail, uh, get out of jail <laughs> free card. Damn, this is good whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a goddamn hero. I was in fucking France. Was that fucker in France? I was in fucking France. Now, while he had been gone, a gangster named Denny Meehan had consolidated control over most of the Brooklyn docks. Is his name Denny? Denny. D-I-N-N-Y. Denny. He's not serving up Grand Slam breakfasts. No, sir. So he had took over most of the Brooklyn docks. He was known as the Dock Boss. And I mean, that's a good name for the guy that runs the dock. Yeah, you know, he's just <laughs> running shit. I mean, Dock Boss, Dock Master. Ooh, that's a little touchy. Yeah, they went we're all not, out. Go that way. I mean, we're Irish, but we still be kind of sensitive to the times. Dock <laughs> Boss. Yeah. Right. Dock Boss Day. So since he ran all the dock extortion, 
his gang became known through the media as the White Hand Gang in response to the rival Italian Black Hand extortion rings. Okay. Oh, these, the good old White Hand crews made an appearance before. Yeah. Yep. Which I love it because they really are the all lives matter of criminal organizations. <laughs> Black hand, they're like, all right, we'll be the white hand then. Fuck you guys. <laughs> well, and spoiler alert, seems like uh, Wild Bill and most of his homies, fairly racist to the Italians too. Not fans. Which was kind of going back then. Yeah. yeah, that was a very common beef. So when Bill comes back, he was working for Denny. Now it's not really clear. I've seen different sources. So it's not clear if he was working for him directly for his gang or if he was back leading the J Street gang and being expected to kick up to him. But either way, it doesn't matter for long. He came back and this guy was running it. So he worked for him a minute in some capacity one way or the other with the doc boss role. So the kind of extortion they would do, a lot of extortion we know is the traditional, hey, this is a nice place you got. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. The doc extortion was a little different. They would extort everybody. So it was like longshoremen and stevedores who they're usually working with, like union guys and stuff. So if you wanted to work that day, you were expected to kick up two bucks of what you made that day. When trucks or when ships would land, they would expect the ships to pay the dock boss in order to be able to have the ship like landed and unloaded and stuff like that. Hey, that's a cute boat there. It'd uh, <laughs> be nice if somebody could dock it. And, and if you didn't, they would steal all the stuff off your boat and then sell it back to you. Yeah, you right. want your shit back? So they were just dock pirates. So like I said, either way, it wouldn't matter what capacity he was working for him for too long. Because on March 31st, 1920, while Meehan was in bed sleeping with his wife, Wild Bill and his crew walked into the house. They talked to his young son for a minute. He walked into the room and shot him five times. One of the shots went through his head and into his wife's shoulder. Bart. See, I saw it coming. As soon as he said, like, it doesn't matter really how he worked. It was, I just saw the that whole situation would be this guy ran that before he went overseas. So he comes back home even crazier and willing to kill people. You have to sort of be like, oh, this guy's going to want his shit back. They probably sat down and had to do, like, this man, I've been running it. I know you're the guy. You can work for me. And then Wild Bill's like, for you? And he's like, no, 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 with me, with me. <laughs> and then it was only mad time for Wild Bill. Like, that was probably it. Wild Bill probably just hung around for a minute to see how shit goes. Because when he left, extorting workers wasn't a thing. So he came back, saw how it worked, and was like, Okay, well, now I'm going to get my throne back. Now I see how it goes. The craziness is that they walked in. Hey, little kid, how y'all doing? Did your dad ground you? <laughs> oh, he did? What an asshole. I think they should be punished for that. What do you think? No, Just the, go in there and blast the dude. Like, they said the, the kid told him. Fucking insane. The kid said, don't go in there. They're asleep. And he said, it's okay. I'm just going to peek in for a minute. It would have been real cold blood if he would have been like, and they're never going to wake up. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so I was say, the story could have went worse. You'll never well, I mean, be grounded again, child. That's really bred in the, I mean, this guy's already kind of clearly fucked up. He already forsaked the Lord. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's already... Paragraph uh, two, he forsaked the Lord. Like, that's the second yeah, bullet point. Yeah, but, like, he's know. already been on the street doing crimes and assaults and shit. Goes to war, starts killing, comes back, kills a dude, like... Even though this specific guy's fucked up, Irish people just have had a bad go of things. Like, historically, yeah. they've been getting killed in front of their children for a long time. <laughs> so, like, this guy, the Whoa. fact that that guy's child was there was probably like, okay, well, go back to bed because we're still going to 
kill them. It's not even a thing to them. Nice little it's... extra broken kid that we left out in the world yeah. there. Yeah. It's like as if they're sleeping, he could have taken any angle he wanted. How did he still end up getting the wife? Like, he picked a stupid angle to shoot. <laughs> Just got excited. Yeah. He's a machine gunner. He's stupid pistols. <laughs> He's stupid pistols. All I know, I'm not sure if this guy should be the atheist poster boy. <laughs> right. Yeah, atheists, I don't think, would like that. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. We are not claiming him. Don't blame him. We are not us. claiming him. After the death of Denny Meehan, Wild Bill took over as the leader of the White Hand Gang and the dock boss of all the East River Brooklyn docks. Tragic accident. With his second-in-command, Peg Leg Lonergan, they built a powerhouse gang that fought for the East River Brooklyn docks against Frankie Yale and other Black Hand Gangs for years. Don't tell me Peg Leg had a wooden peg leg. Oh, yes, absolutely. With See, now they're even more piratey. He was definitely one of the dudes looting those ships. I'm waiting for the guy to have the eye patch. You know, uh, Peg Leg Lonergan's it's never the star of the show, but everywhere you turn around, it's like, hey, it's me, Peg Leg Lonergan. Like, you, get, you sure get around for a one-legged guy. Don't forget about me. Wow, my accents are growing back. This whiskey's good. I'm not even going to try that joke now. He's Ukrainian? <laughs> Hello, I am Irish. How do you do? <laughs> Top of morning to you. Uh, Danny boy, Danny boy, pipes call. That Jameson is so good, it won't let you culturally, culturally appropriate. <laughs> that was a big swing to try and make those words work. Anyways, especially on the that fly. That second char, dude. That yeah. second char I gets you. Fucking double charred. Oh, don't forget about me and my peg leg. <laughs> there, there we go. Yeah, I'm back in it. <laughs> you just had to work it out. You got to stretch. Yeah. You know? yeah, there we go. Irish people are probably like, yeah, you never had the accent in the first place. <laughs> Who are these fucking idiots? And that's uh, one of our top countries, too. It's England, Australia, <laughs> no, and Ireland. Not anymore. We apologize ahead of time, but. They think it's funny, but unfortunately, they don't think they probably don't think it's funny the way I think they think it's funny. They think it's funny like you guys are so fucking stupid. I'm like, oh, we're clever, right? Like, no, you're so fucking stupid. See, that's how I think we're funny too. We're just so fucking stupid. So you and Ireland are on the same page. Um, surprising. I don't know if it's surprising or not. Uh, Ireland, (laughs) Irish people in general typically have a pretty good sense of humor about themselves. So over time, and everybody knows about like the White Hand versus the Black Hand Wars. The White Hand versus Frankie L basically was what it was. Yeah. What most people don't know is they spent as much time fighting other Irish gangs as they spent fighting the Italians. Well, yeah, that's the thing that uh, separated the Irish mob from the Italian mob. Is like the Italian mob, it's the yeah, great, organized. the organized crime thing. They got the five families, they all stick to Irish mob is notoriously more of just groups of almost like instead of an empire, they're not Rome. Instead of that, they're more like a series of warlords. <laughs> the head of an Italian family can't just take out another Italian yeah. family without like the go ahead from higher ups and shit. And the well, that's why Irish they men couldn't world, kill. They can do whatever. They all had them sit downs. So, I mean, Irish. I don't know what they really had that with their little the Irish mob. Nope, they had <laughs> get downs. <laughs> Lots of them. All the time. Fuck you, go out back and battle it. Six months after the Mian hit on September 22nd, the boss of a rival Irish gang, Dan Gillen, was gunned down by Wild Bill in the back of his bar. Wild Bill left town, but was arrested eventually, and he was charged but never convicted with the murder. 
Actually, he's just killing people and walking away. Like, he really is using that get-out-of-jail-free card. He walks yeah. a lot. He does. He walks a lot. He's like a slower <laughs> Forrest Gump. Once again, no paper trail, and witnesses are probably pretty shy. Well, and a doc boss is almost, we talked about earlier, like a yeah. sheriff is almost a political position. It's almost like a political position. Like, I got some connections. I got some. But that's crazy, too. Like, he really is living up to his Wild Bill thing, because he's out here like the Wild West. Yeah. Like, he just shoot mother. And what's crazy is, like, dude, you're a boss. Like, have somebody else do the actual killings. He's like, no. Nah. Fuck nah, you. I'll, I'll be the one to still do it. If you want it done right, do it yourself. He's like, nah, nah, don't trouble yourself. I'll do it. It's cool. It's my, it's my one true joy. <laughs> yeah. Don't take this from me. It's all I got. You see this medal? I'm doing it. This dude's in it for the love of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Where he spent more time fighting other Irish gangs for the actual dot control. When the fight got more personal with Frankie Yale was on February 6, 1921, Wild Bill ordered a hit on Frankie Yale, where his bodyguard was killed and Yale was shot through the lung. And it was so this one, he really just likes killing his own. I just got done saying how he likes to do the dirty work. Now that it's a mob guy, he's like, no, I'm gonna hire this one out. Somebody else do this one, which ain't dumb. Like, which makes him a smart guy because I mean, do you really want to be the one to go out and do it? That's what I'm saying. You're running shit. Do you really want to be named in that one? Yeah, that's, I mean, you can't fault him for it. It's just funny that this is the one where he's like, "Eh, you know what? Well, so, well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he walks, because when it's in his neighborhood, he knows this is my neighborhood where I can fucking walk over yeah. there and kill this guy, and nobody's going to say nothing. Do what nothing, I want. Nothing's going to come about it. This yeah. is over in his neck of the woods, and yeah, I'm not trying to get down like that. The Italians have a different <laughs> setup. I'm trying to relax over here. Uh, I got to go all the way over there and do it? Nah, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I mean, if it was around here, you know I'd do it, but He's I got to go over there. He's at Coney Island. That's the whole other side of Brooklyn. I thought, it, you know... <laughs> I thought it was just killing a guy. Now it's a whole thing. But um, uh, now I forgot he took out the, the bodyguard and missed Yale or what happened? No, well, he yeah. shot Yale in the lung, but he survives. Yeah. So Yale survived, but uh, he got him through the lung. So when we, we covered you, Frankie Yale on the show, you can listen to the whole episode yes. on him. But you see Frankie Yale got fatter as, as his life went on. A lot of that started. He got shot in the chest, and it's 1921. You know what I mean? Oh, the guy no. All of a sudden, he got himself a sweet tooth. <laughs> right. And he, and he well, couldn't jog that much, you know? All of a sudden, he got a little fatter, a little dumber. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm not trying to be out here running around, jumping and shooting and shit. Something I'm... tells me he couldn't breathe as well. Right. <laughs> it all went downhill with Wild My Bill. Shot lung. him in the chest. My left lung ain't as well as my right. Well, I've always said there's people don't say, but the healthcare industry, they don't want you to get better. So when you're in the hospital, they just get you hooked. And then you have to, once you get out of the hospital, you just want it more and more. So you keep on taking it. You know, they just get you hooked on that pudding. And then you just want it more and more. And then you're just hooked on it for life. All because that's what the healthcare system gave you in the hospital. It's a tragic system. People don't talk about it enough. After a botched attempt on Wild Bill's life, the failed gunman was found dead on a Brooklyn corner on December 14, 1921, stabbed multiple times in the throat. Sounds like a tragic accident. His name was Gary Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an infomercial. 
I made sure I had to put the name at the end of that because I was like, if I put that name in the middle, I'm not going to be able to finish the sentence. So I got to be able to finish this point and then I'll say Gary Barry later or else nobody's going to hear anything I say after that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know I'm, us well. I'm getting better at this, right? Like, no, I can't just say Gary Barry and that's going to fly. And yeah. it's Gary with an A, Barry with an A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not some sort of weird Ben and Jerry flavor? That was another murder that he was suspected in that uh, never well, was convicted of. Well, yeah. Who'd have think it? Ah, the guy just tried to kill him. Uh, probably wasn't him. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, it's rule number one of assassinations. You, you kill the guy. It's the best way, especially when he's a lunatic. On January 3rd, 1923, while Bill was drunk at a bar... When a guy came in and shot him three times in the chest. Damn. Drunk people always surviving shit. He was rushed to the hospital. While he was in the hospital, the police were questioning him. He was quoted saying, I got mine. Don't ask me more questions. Of the three shots, two of them hit just above his heart, and one went just under his heart. And he ended up surviving. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> These th- motherfuckers keep on getting close to get shooting people, but just not they, quite there. Not succeeding. He had a few months recovery after this, but he ends up surviving, and he comes back pretty pissed off that he got shot in the chest three times. Not that guy. Oh, yeah, that'll get you kind of mad. This motherfucker been to war. You think I ain't been shot before? No, it's my pissed. jam. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I did to the last guy that missed me? Yeah. I stabbed him in the throat like ten times. I was like the Hulk. Like, now you just made him mad. Like, <laughs> just smacked a bear with a stick. Wild Bill Smash. All right, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick smoke break, refill our drinks, and we'll be back in a minute. Monitor the area carrying curved swords, slither in the 
So we got us uh, another St. Patrick's Day Irish beer. Freddie brought some for the group. What you got? We've uh, heard you have some insider information. <laughs> yeah, I read it straight off the box. No, or the bottle. O'Hara's Irish Stout. <laughs> you already got the facts wrong. <laughs> Full-bodied, luxurious, smooth stout with a considerable roast bite. It's craft root in Ireland, and that's really all I know. I ain't never had it before. 4.3. Figure oh. I'd take a shot at the stout. It's O'Hara, not to be That's confused good. with Sahara, the no, brilliant comedy with Matthew McConaughey, not the desert. It smells really delicious. Let's try it. Oh, that's a stout, all right. I like we all took a little beer pause. I do taste yeah. like coffee in it. I always have to take a few sips before I get like the full flavor. It definitely goes down nice and smooth. It is. It's one of the better stouts I've had. I, like I it. have to give it that. It is a full-bodied, luxurious, smooth stout. The uh, discernible roast finish, though, I haven't really caught yet. Maybe no, that tastes like a coffee-like roast, I have to say. It's crazy to get caught up in uh, just the branding or whatever, but like it's got a cool-ass label to it. It's sort of yeah. like Celtic runes-esque sort of ship. Yeah, I ain't never heard of it till today. I just found it. Thought it looked cool. Two nice. thumbs up. Man, I think fucking Fred's trying to come through with, like, all the smooth beer. He brought in other Irish <clears throat> stuff. He brought in the Jameson, his Great Lakes brew. Now he came out of nowhere with this one. You better watch your fucking ass, Tank. <laughs> There's a new fat white dude in town. <laughs> Guess what? He's, he's got beers and a beard. You better start growing. Red beard and a green shirt. <laughs> I think he's gunning for it. He doesn't have a cool-ass little cooler he comes with, but he's got a couple sits packs and whiskey in a brown bag. So when we left off, while Bill was just coming off of getting busted in the chest three times and shit. He's getting wild. And instead of taking a break, he figured he'd just fucking redline it. 
Well, you know, we gotta let everybody know we're back on the streets. Is Red Bar actually miss? the good one? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you live in, we've said a lot of times on the show, like, when you're in that world, you have to be that tough son of a bitch, pretty heartless and shit, and like, you have to think in an animalistic way, and whenever you're injured, that's when people think you're at your weakest, so to go the other way, be like, hell no, we're going hard right now, like, okay. that's the good move. It's the smarter move to make. Steer into it. Yeah, fuck it. All uh, or nothing. And he also continued his luck with beating murder raps. So on May 3rd, Timothy Quill and his brother James were attacked by Lova in a saloon. Timothy was shot twice in the chest and once in the head, and his brother was stabbed, but ended up surviving. But yeah, he used up all his bullets on the first guy. <laughs> Shit, witness. On May 21st, he was arrested for shooting James Martin while he was walking down the street. He was actually shooting at the guy he was with, and the other dude got away. <laughs> he was just mad, so he shot at him? Well, they're together, so he just ran up and started shooting him up, and the other dude was faster, I guess, and got the wrong, away. The wrong <laughs> guy died. Either way, James uh, Martin got killed. It was a guy named Burns. <laughs> Guilty you know, by association. It's like, when, it's like when you get attacked by a shark or a wild bill. You don't have to be the fastest. Just got to be the faster with whoever you're with. Just one of the things. Hang out with slower friends. Is that why Bill? Whoops. Trips his friend. Takes off. He was also arrested in connection to the murder of Eddie Hughes, who was the man that was suspected of shooting Wild Bill. After he got his revenge and shit and kind of settled down, the whole time like he'd recovered, uh, Pegleg's sister took care of him. So Pegleg's sister nursed him back to health and shit. And during the recovery, like he fell in love with her. And Pegleg couldn't chase him down to stop it. That was his boy. Probably thinks like that's like a promotion, right? Yeah. I'm, sa- I'm, s- yeah. I'm safe by default. <laughs> brothers in crime, brothers in law. We're yeah. down. Right. Love you, bro. I'm here for you. <laughs> Anna was sometimes referred to as the Irish Rose or the Queen of the Irish Docks. Those are two very different implications. One sounds very sweet, almost Southern Bellish or whatever. The other one is like, oh, okay, okay. sort of like a shanty wench right. in my mind, but. Well, the, actually, the uh, she was known as the Irish Rose. She would eventually become known as the Queen of the Irish Docks. Because she helped them run shit. She grew up poor in a family of 15. She had Damn. been stabbed twice and shot once. Damn, everyone's getting into that family. <laughs> what's, what's bad is, like, they wasted and... all their sympathy on the dude with a peg leg. So, yeah. like, yeah, who cares if you got shot? You still got all your limbs? Say, so your brother what has about... a peg leg. She yeah. gets stabbed and shot. And... Well, you got... Fuck. You got 14 other siblings. You got three finger Sally, <laughs> two toed Frank, one footer Clementine. And married to a guy that got shot in the chest five times, well, three times and survived. You don't see no no nose Philip complaining. They're a scary family. He's got one leg. He's second command of the docks. Yeah. What are you whining about? <laughs> fucking, that family gets baptized with bullets. Uh, they tough sons of bitches. That's all I know. I so, got this one when I third 13. <laughs> I got that on the dock, eh? There no, goes my, I don't know. There goes my Irish-Canadian. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good whiskey. So Wild Bill wants to marry her, but she says, you know what? I don't want to do this gang life no more, though. Like, you're killing people all the time, getting arrested. You're always getting, you know what I mean? You just got shot in the fucking chest. Like, I don't think it doesn't sound fun. I got I'm my sure. three scars. <laughs> I'm done. Listen, right. I've got Three shot scars. a couple Good. times. I'm not even in the game. Right. I don't know what's going to happen once I start chopping in It there. burned a little. 
I'm gonna get shot again just because I'm around you. You attract bullets. Yeah, I felt it. It's not fun. So uh, while Bill quit drinking and handed the gang over to Peg Leg Lonergan, and on June 26, 1923, he married Anna Lonergan. That's some good ass pussy. <laughs> he loved him some Anna Lonergan. Yeah, he just <laughs> gave up the docs and everything. He said, "Fuck it, I'm out." Rehab, a hell of a drug. All we know about this guy is he liked to drink and kill people. Said, I want to marry you. Nah, because you drink and kill people. All right, I guess I'm done with that. What you didn't know. <laughs> what the fuck? He was a virgin until he got shot. Yeah. Someone should have no fucked him No wonder he's so sooner. angry. Yeah. That was... <laughs> Wild Bill's an incel. Just... <laughs> One day he comes strutting on the, the, the docks all like whistling Dixie. Just do, do, do. Good morning. Do, do, do. You know what? I'm done. I'm not, I'm not the angry guy anymore. The rage inside me, it went away. <laughs> I'm good. It shot out to my pee Turns out I was trying to fill this empty void inside of me with blood and revenge. <laughs> Pussy! <laughs> Filled it right up. <laughs> Tastes the rainbow. He takes her on a honeymoon to the Catskills, and they move to Little Ferry, New Jersey, and Wild Bill got a job as a dock worker. Uh, well, at least he didn't go too far from home. In two months, he killed his boss, and now he runs the docks. <laughs> you know, now I run these New Jersey docks. He didn't even mean to. It's just what he does. Force a habit. <laughs> My Shit. bad. I'm going straight. I'm, I really am. I just, you said the thing earlier. Uh, oh. I felt like you needed to smack him. It was William, weird. William, yeah. could you come to my office real quick? Yeah, uh, the captain of the ship said uh, you wouldn't let him dock unless he gave you $500. <laughs> and then he said you stole his watch. And you punched the first mate <laughs> in the ear. <laughs> oh, maybe you do things a little bit different in Little Fairy. <laughs> That's standard dock work. Yeah. Why do you all have both legs? Yeah. <laughs> Where's well, the guy with the peg leg? Who can I speak to about Where's this? Where's the peg leg friend? So, Wild Bill kept it straight legs for three months. That's yeah, a long run. And then October 30th, he had an interview for a job as a foreman at a silk factory in Brooklyn. All right, weird turn, but I'm with it. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired of these docks. I'm going to the silk game. You know, I've been in crime and docks, but fabrics have always been my passion. Soft linens make me calm. So when he's going to Brooklyn for the interview, he asks Anna if she wants to go with him, and she's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and, uh, good luck. And he goes to his fucking interview at the Silk Factory, and he never makes it. He just goes to Brooklyn, he meets up with some of his buddies, and he goes out drinking on the docks. Damn. Party. I was waiting for Italian to knock him off. So he meets up with some friends, he goes out drinking, never makes an interview, and he never goes home that night. The next day, on Halloween, he calls his wife from a bar and tells her, hey, happy Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, I fucked up, and I've just been out partying, and I didn't go to the interview, and uh, I'm all drunk and shit. Today's the anniversary of my first kill. (laughs) Could y'all go back to the silk factory for me? This guy just run to your old Irish buddies and they're like, oh, come have a drink. Like, no, I don't want. Okay. <laughs> oh. When it's so good when it hits your lips. Yeah, just can't did you say, say no. did you say Black Barrel? All right. Well, I was gonna go to this interview and change my life, but <laughs> or we could go drink at this bar. <laughs> but you know what? 
I went in there. If I would have said no, they would have called me a pussy, and then I would have wanted to stab someone. <laughs> would you rather I stab someone? I could have stabbed someone. I'll stab someone right now. I'll stab him right now. It's so much easier to drink, though. So much easier to drink. I went in for one just to calm my nerves. and mm-hmm. I don't remember. It got away that. from me quick. Yeah. <laughs> it really got away from me. So uh, she gets pissed. No. Well, wife getting upset? Where does she get off? What the f- Has she ever done an interview? Well, so- Apparently she'd rather mm-hmm. him stab someone. The so guy he, just tried to calm his nerves. So he was like, well, then come get me. And she's like, no, I'm not coming to get you. Get the fuck home. So he still doesn't go home. And he just goes out and parties more with his boys. And then uh, He's with Peg Leg, her brother. So he goes out and he parties. And he gets real drunk. And they get like blackout drunk. And him and his boy go like... They break into like, the back of an abandoned building and pass out in there. So... <laughs> Times are rough. He is just this middle-aged man just living on his own. They get all drunk. Like, let's break into the warehouse. Yeah. And they just go in the back. They just pass out and shut. So while they was passed out drunk, his buddy would later testify that he woke up in the middle of the night and got up and stumbled home. But they would find Wild Bill the next morning. He was shot three times in the head and neck, and his head was split open by either a cleaver or a dock hook. Damn. Sounds like a tragic accident. Well, I mean, this is one of those things where I'm sure the guy was out there making a lot of little enemies, and none of it really makes the official story of, like, who all had problems with him, but now he's not the boss anymore, and he just pops up back in town. Everyone knows he's getting shit-faced. Yeah, let's kill this guy for being a dick all those years ago. Oh, fuck you. All of a sudden, now you just want to walk into town. I mean, when you're... Someone tells me one of his friends wasn't really his friend. I mean, you never know. When you're that guy and trust... I mean, you fuck up with so many people i mean yeah there's no telling who would have done it. you just pop back up in the old neighborhood all shit face and now you're not in the mob so you don't have like the big mob backing and shit anymore there's probably a lot of people that would have liked to take you out but that one what an idiot <laughs> like <laughs> like i know that's so dumb to say but i mean for real dude, you could have just got a job but you just went and got drunk so drunk that you passed out in an abandoned house like some fucking teenager and then got shot up. You were out here killing people, walking away, getting away with, took two in the chest and then killed the dude, like went on a blood spree. You ran the docks and I was just this dude passed out getting shot up in an abandoned fucking building. Not only that, dude, he got a really nice drunk. Yeah. He must have really pissed someone off, though, to get shot and a meat cleaver through the head. Yeah, that's a pretty personal touch, for sure. He definitely has, I mean, that's probably peg leg. You fucked my sister. See? <laughs> it all back, it's like Jake the Snake story. He needed DDP yoga to get him out <laughs> no. of it. No, for real, that is a shitty end. Like, dude, you're like a bad motherfucker. Then he's the king of just making hard yeah. laughs. <laughs> His dad wanted him buried in consecrated land, but his wife refused because of his atheist beliefs. He wound up getting buried in a national cemetery in Brooklyn and was given a full military funeral that 1,500 people attended. A lot of them people that he served with. Damn, 1,500. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. Well, that's crazy that it came back to the atheist thing. They were only married for like three months, and she's like, nah, dude, he don't want to go to, he don't <laughs> want to go to that sh- 
I was waiting to just like hear that it's like <laughs> I've cremated. I've only known it for three months, but what I do know is devout aliens. I would all the time be like, what do you ever want for lunch? You want some sandwiches? Yeah, sandwiches are good. You know there is no God. <laughs> like every time. You and your no God. Eight months after his death, Anna remarried another white hand gangster named Maddie Martin. Who oh, once you get that white hand, you don't go back. <laughs> Maddie replaced Bill as the dock organizer while Pegleg ran the gang. Wow. Damn, so she really just got her a second wild bill. Yeah. So that's She's pro- not this highballing. Is, this is probably Don't around worry. where the queen of the docks kicked in. Yeah. See, I run shit. You want shit? You marry no, me. You know what? Fuck this bitch. It was peg leg all along. She <laughs> got him. So like, you know what? You should quit the mob. You shouldn't have their protection or their backing no more. Oh, you know what? Go on back. Go without me. Go to Brooklyn. It wasn't a Oh, hook. you're all drunk and you want me to come get you? No, you stay out there and get hey, more Peg, drunk. Hey, Peg, go stick it through his fucking head. Well, for real. And then in the end, she marries a. She makes this guy quit his gig as the doc boss or whatever. Turns around, marries the doc boss. We thought this was a story about Wild Bill. This is really about Anna Lonergan, and she's like the Cersei. Of yeah, this world, for real. Like she's just making all these moves. In reality, she's just moving her little, her, moving her brother up to the top of the fucking gang charts and shit. We're not up to that segment. Well, what? <laughs> but actually, technically, to uh, completely go against what I said, she had a problem with his drinking and murdering. You said this guy runs the dock, but Pegleg still does all the criminal stuff. So. Well, that's her brother. See, Doc, okay. she's like, I told Wild Bill he didn't have to quit the docks. I said, just quit kicking, Bill. <laughs> he said, fuck it. I gotta, if I'm going to quit at all, I got to get away from all it's of It's all or nothing. All I'm or just going to go work at a silk factory then. She's like, well, I mean, whatever. I just said quit killing people, dude. <laughs> yeah, you took this way too far. Don't, why are you being weird? That's what happened. She, they had sex and he became that clingy guy. Whatever you want. She's like, I just told him to try not to murder people. Next thing you know, he wants to get married. We move out of town. It all moves so quick. Anna would later brag that the three men of her life, her two husbands and her brother, killed 20 men fighting for the Brooklyn Docks. She all just under her threw, fucking order, She right? just threw that second husband in there. She could have just said first husband in, but she knew if she Bill, didn't Bill, and, Bill and Pegleg killed 20 dudes. But if she didn't include old Maddie, he'd be like, you know, you really make me sound like a bitch when you say those two men in your life kill people. I mean, I'm, but, I'm the man in your life now, babe. You need to mention what I do. Nobody wants to hear about the Wild Bill stories anymore. We get it. I mean, I get into real scuffles. You should hear the phone calls I have with <laughs> shipmasters, okay? I I really try to keep it on the dock so you don't get to hear me, but you know, sometimes Tiger gets out of the cage, okay? When I'm on the job, you hear me roar, okay? I really put my foot down on those docks. Like her brother, she was also a notorious racist. <laughs> 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 wow okay oh, i mean oh. we kind of guessed it this whole time <laughs> irish people on the dock who'd have thunk it but all right we're just gonna no. throw it out there she was also quoted as saying that her husband and brother were both probably killed by foreigners uh, so weird thing for a tale that has constantly been irish on irish crime but so all right. sounds like That's... it's all aimed towards the italians well yeah they called italians foreigners yeah even though they're irish and other and things they came even though no. he 
was born in another country. But yeah, the foreigners. Yeah, they were foreigners. You were born in Ireland. But they were that's babies. Why we're, that's why we're covering count. you today. You are Irish. Yeah. It don't count when you're like born there and brought here as a baby. Apparently not. So there are three theories. So you guys pick one. I don't know which one. Of what, oh, were they on the internet? What's that? Were they on the internet? Yeah, they're all true. Well, they're oh, all on the internet. I got books. I got my stack of books over here to prove that. That's what I'm going to do from now on. Any of the books I got to read for some, I'm going to stack them next to me so you can <laughs> see the knowledge that happened over there. But set my Kindle over there, too. All right. Now we have theory number one. One is that he's no. killed by Willie Two Knives Altieri, who was Frank Yale's top hitman. If you look at Two Knives Altieri's, his body of work, that's like one of his big claims Fort to fame. Is he might have been the guy that killed <laughs> Wild Bill. Inside his resume. Yeah. Who knows, maybe. Frankie O was not a fan of Wild Bill's work. Weird. You and, mean uh, after being shot in the lung, you're not a fan? The other one is that he was killed by Peg Leg Lonergan because he thought... That he was that fucking his sister. He thought he was going to try and uh, come take the docks back. He sharpened up that peg leg through a high kick. Got him. Huh. I got this guy, Maddie Martin. He's a bit of a pussy. I can control him. I can get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. this guy. He's afraid and, of a splinter. And I mean, if he went out there, got all drunk and shit, who knows what his drunken ass was talking <laughs> shit about. Like, you know, when I ran this, it was so much better. Maybe I'll just come back and run it. What do you think about that peg leg? Hey, peg leg, you ain't running this shit so much with your fucking hop. The third theory is that he was set up and murdered by James Quilty. The brother to Tom that was stabbed when his brother was shot up at the bar. Mm. Oh, shit. Door number one, door number two, or door number three? I mean, all of them are feasible. I mean, pop in some fucking Jeopardy music under this? Yeah. I mean, all of them are feasible. The mob usually doesn't, the Italian mob usually doesn't let shit slide. So fucking Yale coming back and finally getting his revenge makes sense. Peg leg on the surface, oh. that one sounds back because that was his homeboy. But also when you put it out, like, he's got this little bitch dude, Maddie, that he can, which is so weird in her heads. He's just this little bitch dude. You don't even know. know. He's some doc boss. Know. He's a fucking long The fact that he lets peg leg keep the gang and, like, he's like, you yeah. know what? I'll just run the doc shit. You still do the and gang And that shit. his sister was, like, so fast to jump to the next one. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Door like number thought... three just doesn't really sound like you could. I mean, it could happen, but so you got to pick one. So out of the three options, Dan, who you going with? I'm gonna say one. Uh, two. Yale. Two knives, Eltieri. Yeah. For Frankie Yale. Fred. One. One. Italian usually gets personal. As far as the show goes, that also bumps up Frankie Yale, who's a show regular, and then you know also. Two knife Altieri, who's a potential both are down not the road cover for sure. no reason. You know? Two knives. Peg leg Lonergan. We don't need more peg leg Lonergan. Okay, we got it. A weird thing. Before he's known as Two Knives, he was called Titty Blade. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story of Wild Bill Lovett. So say good night to the bad guy. Go on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Love it. So you guys haven't seen a picture yet. 
One thing I forgot to mention earlier, and uh, might have been important, I don't know, but I always said he was uh, he's never very good looking. Not so very good looking. He's known to be uh, he's known to be an ugly dude. Oh, what? He's also known to be smart though. Could be wise with that. Penguins. Probably would have been better at the front of the story, but I forgot <laughs> it's okay. it. Whatever. That's how I do it. Well, we're <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Guess what? He was smart this whole time, and so you he never knew it. <laughs> so, he, so he a smart and a beast at fucking yeah. fighting Joke's on top on of war. He was brains and brawns. He's a full package. So if we were going to cast a movie about Wild Bill Lovett, who would you cast to play him? We don't really have much. Shay LaBeouf. I mean, he's got to be a small guy. He's got to be kind of ugly. No. He's got to be... But he's got to be able to pull off very intimidating and like he's a killer. But he's also got to be able to be dramatic because there's got to be a lot of hidden emotion there because he's got PTSD and a lot of shit. How yeah. tall is John C. Riley? He's tall. Probably 6'2". He's almost as tall as Will Ferrell. Damn tiny? it. There goes Lugby Park. You know what? I don't know if maybe he's aged out of it because I haven't seen him in anything in a while. But uh, dude, that played Dexter. Michael Hall, because yeah. he can play dark and depressed and just sort of stow and meet like he'll kill you, like that's how yeah. he made his career for a while. But I don't know. I feel but like kind of somebody... flipped the switch to play like the sober role. Yeah. And, so. and I mean, not to say that he's ugly or nothing, but he's definitely not known to be a hunk. So classic Hollywood. Yeah. Well, look, he was on GQ. That's all. And I think in real life, I don't know. He's not real thin, but I don't think he's that tall. You know who just popped hey, in dude, my head? Hey, dude. What's his name? Uh. Uh, Rain Wilson. Yeah. Rain Wilson. <laughs> Dwight from The Office. Yeah. I mean, he played, he's known as a comedic guy, but the first time I saw him was in uh, Six Feet Under, the HBO show, and he played a very weird, like, straight guy. Like, it wasn't funny at all. I don't know. I, I first seen him in House of a Thousand Corpses. You know mm-hmm. who would be? Uh, ben uh, Mendelsohn would be <laughs> interesting. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Ben Stiller. All right, now we're just naming Ben's. <laughs> you know who would be No, good, but he's a short, ugly dude. But he's a, we, we pick him a lot, Ben Foster. Ben Foster, yeah. Who he would is, be a good one. That? He's in, he's Have, one of those, just is so much shit, it's hard You ever seen Alpha pick. Dog? I don't know. He was in the movie Hostage with Bruce Willis. That's, That's my one. go-to, because he was that dark character. He was the main oh, okay. bad guy. He the, was in 30 Days of Night. The Mark Wahlberg Navy SEAL movie, he was in that, right? Or no, uh, Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, I didn't see Lone didn't Ranger. Didn't watch that that's one That's the Mark Wahlberg one with Taylor Hitch. Or Lone I Survivor. I thought that was one Johnny Lone Depp Survivor. didn't know. Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> you looked at me like I was stupid. Hey, like, fuck you. You didn't catch it. Yeah, Army <laughs> Hammer and shit. I did. I was like, yeah, not, no. Tonto, well, no, Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, yeah. it's Lone Survivor, the Mark Wahlberg one. Well, here's... Fuck it, let's go Tom Hardy just for fun. All right. It's always Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's always Tom, it's Tom always Tom Hardy. At I the was, end of the day, the answer is always Tom Hardy. I was thinking Tom Hardy the whole time, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, it's weird. You say ugly, and you're like, ah, you can still do it. I know. He's, <laughs> he played the ugly twin in Legend. Hey, dude, you've seen his face in Peaky yeah. Blinders. That is so weird, right? I could be the good-looking one or the ugly one. So here's he some pictures. Here's some pictures of Wild Bill. Hey, holy shit, look at his eyes. All right. So in this one, he's the one in the middle. This is him handcuffed to a guy. Oh, you know who could? uh, Adrian Brody. Looks very birdish. He does. He looks like an old... He died at 29. That's less than 29 Uh right there, dude? That's a... 
that's a Brooklyn Dock 29 right there. Yeah. Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah, see? This guy, Adrian Brody. Yeah, you I know can what? see. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I can see Adrian Brody. Yeah. I, I concur uh, with Adrian Brody right now. He's kind of that unconventional. Oh, yeah. This Hollywood look. Right I'm sure. No, like, That's... just. He would method that shit, too. Yeah. Once again, he's one of those dudes, like, Adrian Brody's actually like, you a good looking guy. Yeah. But. But you raise her back the little fucking McDonald arcs. I mean, you'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You Hollywood it up. Now we got to do the DEFCON scale. Now, the standard DEFCON scale is five to one. Five being the lowest, one being the highest. On the Bad Guy podcast, nobody's a good guy. So five is Lee Murray, who's your kidnapping, bank robbing, drug dealer. And one is the Purple Gang, who's got multiple massacres, multiple gang wars, and they're killing people on the street. So on a scale of Lee Murray to the Purple Gang, where would you rate Wild Bill Lovett? I think I would put him as a two and a half. Okay. Only because, that's I mean, it, it, it's kind of weird. You fill in the blank. You figure out why. Yo, that's it. But, uh, two you, and a half. Now you go. Guess he's, why. No, he's got the bodies. He's got the badass mentality. He was a fucking sick dude. It's fucking he would sick, kill people dude. quick as shit. So you're going two and a half with the half going towards the three? Yeah. Or the half going towards the one? Let's go three-ish. Like two and okay. a half to three. Like I'd go three if he, I had to round it. I go the opposite way. I go a two. I go strong two. There ain't no points in this. <laughs> because three. Because my. Hey, dude, I'm like torn. He's technically because... right. I mean, if you're going to look at the. Uh, if we're going to look but, uh, like the constitutionality yeah, of no our points rules. In it, you're right. So, everyone, yeah. I say it all the time. Everyone has their own exact scale for what they do. But for me, you know, three is base level. It's your mob boss does some killing, but it's kind of business. Four is like a couple bodies but you're pretty much your standard criminal number one is you're just a violent like you're just you love killing you're just gonna snap he's he's a three he's he's three in the way that he's that classic mob boss guy or whatever but he's more than that because he did do a lot of the killing personally himself he went to war like he's got killing in his butt like i legit think he was a dude that liked to kill However, I don't think I can give him a one because he wasn't out here just killing people in general. Everyone he killed... No, he has a reason. Yeah, was within the thing. That but, we know of. I mean, his first kill was also in the restaurant, just yeah. all well, willy-nilly. Well, I that's mean, also why I give him a two, because I think he is more than your normal boss. Because he, like I said, once you're the boss, you you don't have to kill. You can have a... He purposely... He was the one to kill. He, he, he still liked to, to get that. in there. And there's yeah. little things like you said. He did the original killing for no reason, or at least not a reason that we know of. And the first one that was semi-justified to take over the land, even that was in front of the dude's kid and shit. So he was pretty heartless. Yeah, I, for, I forgot about the little uh, where they went in and talked to the kid but before I they were murdered. So. Yeah, so he's above a three, but I can't quite give him a one because I don't think he was just out there ruthless, violent. He wasn't this guy that was just he had a out metal. there. Mur- but, I mean, he legitimately was out there in the streets just killing people. All so right. he's definitely... Can I retract my statement? You fucking better. <laughs> Put out that retractor beam. <laughs> Let's go with a two. He had a medal, though, so he can't no, be one. There's no take-backs, man. So that all gets edited out. Nope, you get your piece. 
and you, then you get you can't take seeds back seeds no argument per, but it, the whiskey's good yeah right well done the deaf and deaf con stands for definite <laughs> oh one thousand per no it's the most flexible system ever like it's barely <laughs> a thing like, i thought that we're going by ufc it rules. really doesn't matter at all isn't it we, ufc we, rules well we we threw that out when we started going with four judges it's now a dictatorship like ultimately i hear your arguments and i pick a number Kind of how it goes now. But I it used throw, to be MMA rules. But, but I didn't then, throw a knee. But you know, I didn't throw a knee. That died like fucking halfway through season one. Son like, you know bitch. what? This is my goddamn show. And I'm... Yeah, it's really <laughs> easy, <right>. Dana. Easy. <laughs> yep. No, just, ah, what Def Con do you guys think it is? Then I'm going to tell you what it is. And now I'm going to pull my Rambo and just judge whatever I want. Well, I mean, if you're going to call me the Dana, I would bet a million dollars that he's going to be a Def Con too. Because, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I, well, I would say he's a two because... he ain't no Ben Askren, no. <laughs> he's got more than your average body of work. You know, yeah. the threes put up some bodies, but they're more business first. It's he's, true. His business came second, yeah. it seemed like. He still did he the did business the side, the game, like but he liked to get his hands dirty. You know, he's a man of the people. He's out there in the docks with them. Oh, yeah, now they think about it. Yeah, at least he had PTSD. Like, that's a... Go out to fucking tank in dc on this one you want to talk about <laughs> mental problems yeah that guy him. was legitimately crazy this guy had ptsd for fighting for your freedoms and i'm still giving him a two this fucking patriot everyone's got their reasons literally in the fucking trenches all right so we're gonna call this a deuce uh a defcon two Take it to DEFCON 2. You heard that, gentlemen? DEFCON 2. All right, before we go, he does look like a scary motherfucker right there. Looks he like looks a, creepy. Looks like a baby bird. <laughs> that would fucking have you in the morgue cutting you alive. So, yeah. So, that's the St. Patrick's Day episode. So, you guys can make me, like, I can, I'll cover irish guys and shit but at the end of the day i'm just gonna keep covering the same shit that i cover over and over and it all cut ties back to capone like the brooklyn docks to frankie <laughs> yale to it's all seven well, connections it to all fucking gets connected eventually yeah. i mean it all goes back come, to peg leg especially right. if you come to like the american irish it all deals with the fucking with the uh, italian mob too well uh this is say hello to the bad guy thanks for coming and thanks for listening thank you happy st patrick's To the bad guy, bad guy. the good guy coming last place. Last Smell place. that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy, bad guy. the good guy coming last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. Down bad, my mama had to be dead. Spent my birthdays in the trap. We had to work with what we had. She been working on a raise while trying to raise me like a man. Plus my daddy in the box and all my cousins in the cam. And, and I don't need a hundred friends. I just want a hundred bands, a hundred jugs, a hundred scams. Ay, ay. So I don't money grab the hundred hams. 
Said out of money, grabbed a bunch of And bitch. I ain't wanna fall victim to that system or the pistols. Fuck a judge with a grudge, I'm blowing crud for my mental life. Ay, and I still keep it on me, run into your big homie, first you meet your dead homie, ay, yeah. Say hello to the bad guy, bad guy. the good guy coming last place. You smell that dope when I pass by, pass by. I like my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy, Fast lane, let my money at a fast pace, look like a drag race. Cut your re up in my ashtray, I'm in my bag. Hey, good girl, bad face, slim waist, and her ass fake. Hey, and she in love with the bad guy. Hey, but bad bitches never act right. Hey, she act up into that bag fly. She did a turn around at one night. Say hello to the bad guy. Hey, Good guy come at last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy. Good guy come at last place. Smell the dope when I pass by.